tortoise. Hello, I'm Tomini and this is the Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Thank you, Madam Deputy Speaker. And with your permission, I would like to make a statement on the criminal justice system in England and Wales. That's Alex Chalk, the Justice Secretary, speaking in the House of Commons last week. He announced a series of reforms aimed at freeing up prison spaces in England and Wales, where there's currently an overcrowding crisis. But how did we get here? That's after a short break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This month, the prison population in England and Wales hit a record high. The number of inmates reached 88,225. The current situation is that prisons are so overcrowded in England and Wales that they aren't uh, safe now for either prisoners or staff. There aren't enough staff and there's too many prisoners to do the work that might make it less likely that people will reoffend when they leave prison. Nick Hardwick is Professor of Criminal Justice at Royal Holloway University. Before that, he was the Chief Inspector of Prisons for England and Wales and Chair of the Parole Board. Right now, nearly all prisons in England and Wales are full or almost full. According to Ministry of Justice data analysed by prison reform charity the Howard League for Penal Reform in September, nine prisons were over 150% of the capacity they deemed safe and decent. Pentonville is a men's prison and young offender institution in North London. I mean, Pentonville is an old, one of the oldest colour Victorian prisons, so it's a kind of crumbling, horrible building. It's now got more people in it than it did when the kind of Victorians built it. An independent watchdog report from earlier this year described it as an unfit place for people to live or be rehabilitated. In prison cells that the Victorians designed for one, you've got two blokes in there, it is mainly men, bunked up and with an unscreened in-cell toilet. And because of the shortages of staff, they'll often be in there for 23 hours or more a day. The problem of overcrowding isn't just about physical space. It also puts added strain on deteriorating buildings already in desperate need of refurbishment and means that staff are responsible for far more people. So if you've got like 50% more prisoners than you expect, then you haven't got time to do the kind of rehabilitation work or escort prisoners to education or to employment or to let them out for a shower or to make a telephone call or even to get them staff to escort them on hospital visits. So all of those other things deteriorate and then prisoners get frustrated. So that then makes it even more volatile and angry. That makes staff feel less safe, so they're less likely to come to work. So you're in a real vicious spiral. And the impact of overcrowding doesn't stop when someone leaves prison. Everybody in Pentonville, which has a lot of short-term prisoners, 
I'm going to leave Pentonville at some point and come back to the community and live amongst us. And what we want is that when people come out, they're less likely to commit offences, less likely to harm us, less likely to make trouble in our communities than when they went in. Our prisons simply aren't doing, can't do anything uh, now to, to achieve that. So what are the causes of the overcrowding crisis? We'll be back after a short break. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. England and Wales currently have the highest imprisonment rates in Western Europe and people are being sent to prison for longer. Here's Justice Secretary Alex Chalk again. And this government is categorical that the worst offenders should be locked away for as long as it takes to protect the public. So we've increased the sentences for offences including knife crime, causing death by dangerous driving, now a maximum of life imprisonment, and causing or allowing the death of a child. But it's not just the sentences for the most serious offences that have increased. The average sentence has more than doubled over the past 20 or so years. So if you think a bit like a bath, the kind of water is coming in at the same rate, but the outflow has been blocked. And so now the bath is full and the water is overflowing. So that's the long-term consequence. And it's not also the most serious offences. It's that, for instance, someone who for a few years ago, only a few years ago, might have had a four-year sentence, is now getting a five-year sentence. Now, if you do that to enough prisoners, that means you've got a 20% rise in the population. There are also short-term causes. There's currently a backlog of cases in the courts, in part because the coronavirus pandemic exacerbated delays in a system that was already overloaded with cases. It means that there are also record numbers of people currently being held on remand in prison, which means that they're waiting for their trial to happen. And so this week, the government responded by announcing a series of reforms and measures to relieve the immediate pressure caused by overcrowding. They're letting some prisoners out a few days early. They are letting foreign national prisoners go back and serve more of their sentence in their country of origin. They're using police cells. They're using, you know, creating kind of porter cabins as cells in, in some prisons to increase capacity. And all of that might, might is the kind of key word, reduce the pressure for a little while. But the long-term increase in the population is relentlessly up and they aren't doing anything about that. The government intends to bring forward new legislation to discourage prison sentences of less than 12 months and has announced £400 million for more prison spaces, which is enough for 800 new cells. According to the Ministry of Justice's own figures, the prison population is projected to increase by at least 5,000 to between 93,000 and 106,000 by March 2027. So this is a long-term problem. And the answer is, well, either they have got to spend billions building new prison places or we've got to control our appetite for sending people to prison. With an election looming, 
both the Labour Party and the Conservatives are positioning themselves as tough on crime. Both parties say they'll build more prison cells and grow the prison estate. But whoever wins the election will need to consider more far-reaching reforms to solve the current crisis. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written by Claudia Williams and mixed by Rebecca Moore. Tortoise. 